Welcome to a Strictly Football. My name is Sam, aka Rompe Redes, and I am here today with one of my co-hosts, Lalito. Go ahead, Lalito. Better know. What's up? What's up? Good morning. Buenos dias. How you, how you guys doing? Uh, Lalito, aka El Gallote, over here. I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been a beautiful week. A beautiful week. It started raining here in Oregon. And so we're super excited. You know, that's the reason why I moved to Oregon for the rain. So um, I'm excited. I'm very excited. That's good, man. I, I I visited Oregon, man. It's a it's a beautiful city, fresh air, and it, I do know I, you guys get random rains here and so, there. Last year we had a freaking storm, like so much snow that I couldn't get into my house. But like it was just horrible. It was horrible. Wow, and in, in, in snow. Are you guys, um, you guys have to clean the, it out of your driveways or your street? You know, we, we, we did, but, um, so it, it, it got so bad to the point where there was no power. They cut the power out. Wow. Yeah. yeah they cut the power out. There was, uh, uh, yeah, it was, I think it lasted about a week, a week with no power here where I live and throughout like Oregon, like downtown Portland had no power, uh, Salem had no power. So it was just, um, it was bad. I, I never seen anything like that in my life though. It was, it was horrible. For a week? For a Is week. It, do they choose to do it or they just do it because? Well, so this is what happened. So the storm got so bad that it was, it was so cold that the trees froze and it got so heavy that the trees were falling, dude. Wow. So, so I remember I remember we left to California because um, we had to go to California for a family um family emergency. And that that weekend that we left, it was when the storm happened. So we missed like the hardcore like storm. But when we came back, there was there was no power. We couldn't oh and the gas stations were closed, dude. Gas stations were closed. It was it was like it was it was horrible, bro. It was so horrible. You know, I told my wife, uh, I never seen anything like that in my life. Where people were fighting, bro. They were fighting over uh, gas stations. Uh, gas stations. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Man, Superpower. I mean, supermarket had no power. Nobody was open, bro. No mm -hmm. food. People were asking, like, so my sister has a restaurant, and she was telling me, dude, I have people calling me, like, if power back way back on, because I don't have any, don't have any food. The fridge they didn't work. The stoves. Some of the stoves are electric here in Oregon. I don't know why. I just I have this horrible, like, hate relationship with uh, <laughs> you know gas. Uh, I mean, electric stoves, you know. But yeah, that's a whole yeah. different topic. We could do a podcast about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro. So they were calling up, like, they were going to my, my my sister's restaurant, like, hey, you guys, you guys have power because I don't have any food. That was bad, bro. Damn. Bad. Damn, man. Yeah, well, bro. The, but, and then how long? How long you lived there for? Uh, I just this is gonna be my second year over here. Okay, well, yeah, let's hope my that, second year. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. No, Brown, you know, I'm just no, you know, but it is what it is, you know. You just have to learn. You have to learn, you know, adapt, you know. But anyway, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I had a good week, man. I, I have a little kid soccer team that I oh, coach. Oh, that's so, amazing, bro. Uh, we we um we we took a win yesterday. 
Nice. Man, yeah, man. It, you know, it's hard, man. Yeah. Little kids, man, running around and for them to listen. <laughs> Dude, I have zero patience. Like, I swear. Uh, so uh-huh. one time, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a quick story for, and a quick story for, for one of our, uh, our li- uh, listeners. Um, one time, I decided to be a hero and do uh, refereeing for one of those games. Bro, it was the worst shit in my life, dude. I remember people were like, the, the parents were like, what the heck, referee? That was not a, you know, like, I was like, yo, I mean, these are, these are 10, year, like 10 years old kids, you know? Should be ashamed of themselves. Man, like, that, that's the toughest thing, man, being referees, man. Little kids, the parents are, are harsh, man, because la, la, Latino parents, man. That's bro, how down. bro, they get so into it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Into it. <laughs> I think I think a parent was trying to approach me after the game, you know, to confirm me. I was like, dude, what are you saying, bro? <laughs> yeah, the game is over. Yeah, dude, at that point you want to run, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get started to uh, with our episode. Uh, I hope everybody's doing okay. And we got a great show started, you know. Uh we we have a great show for you guys. So um let's get started, man. All right, let's do it. All right, so let's touch bases on. Messi, Messi, his transfer to Paris in France. I mean, what what's your what's your opinion on it? Like, to, what's your Messi, open opinion? Messi, Messi, go, Messi, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. You know what? I think it was it was first of all, it was the only team that could afford him. Yeah. Like in my eye, it was the only team that could actually like be like, you know what, we could afford the best player in the world. Um, I, I don't like Messi. As a, I, I don't like Messi, bro. I have a personal issue with Messi. I think he's completely opposite what the media has portrayed him to be. And that's why I have a, a, this thing against Messi. But as a player, he's one of the best players in the world, hands down. I've I, I never seen anyone do what he does. Now, moving to PSG, and to the, uh, to the league, uh, um, I think that it was um, it was a win, and and it felt like a loss, a win because Messi just needed to move somewhere else, man. I feel like you know you just gotta move, try different things, though. You know, I, I always tell people, you know, you gotta try new things, bro. You gotta try different things, you know. And if you have you had Messi for Barcelona for so long, right? That it would just be repetitive, you know. Uh, but this is talking from from a non Barcelona perspective, you know what I mean? Right. But um, the issue here was that well, I mean, one of the questions I would like to ask you is: Is it do, do we still have do we still have the Messi like effect? Right? Like, is it is it a good league for Messi to be in? Right? It's a very competitive league because La Liga. I mean, you had a couple teams that were you know we had Real Madrid and Atletico. And that, and that that's it, right? Yeah. But in France, <laughs> what do you have, bro? Uh, not much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that that that's I'm gonna follow up with that one right there. It that that was probably like the mistake that league. I mean, it's a money league. It's a money team, not even a league. So that, like you said, that was the only team that could afford them. But career wise, I don't think he should have done it. You know, yeah. maybe maybe he was better off struggling in another team, like in the Premier League or in Italy. But not Italy, come on, man! 
Yeah. Well, come on. It's come better. On. It's, it's a top league, man. Believe it or not, it's a top no, league. No, it's not. No, it's not. Italy? Are you going to say France is better than Italy? No, I would, I, I would put Italy the same level as France. Yeah. I would put so? it. Yep, I think so. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're rebuilding, man. That, that league, that league, honestly, we, we, we can touch that, too, in another podcast because that league just went from up, down, and down, and down. And I yeah. think they're trying to recover, man. But, you know, they, they used to be a... It used to be a, a very competitive league, but yeah, you're right. But still, I mean, come on. I, I still I, I still think it has a little bit better than, than no, I'm sorry. No, no, you don't, I, think, you don't agree? Uh, I mean, yeah. I do not agree with you. I I respect you, brother, but you know, I, I, I I'm a I'm gonna disagree with you on that one right there. I think the best move it was uh Premier League. The Premier it's such League. Such a competitive league. I mean, can you imagine like Messi? Like just being there, you know, playing, his, doing his beautiful football, yeah, against like Manchester United with Ronaldo there, bro. Like you know, or you know, going against Liverpool, you know. Yeah, just, man, that's a league. That's a man. I, I, it would have been a beautiful league for him to really prove, right? You know, yeah. I could, I am the best player in the world. But you go to, you go to PSG, bro. Like who are you gonna prove it to? Yeah, that, that that's the issue. Who? Yeah. And that league's out of control right now, man. Did you hear what happened yesterday? Wait, what? Dude, the, the fans from a team. Oh, just, bro, that was dude. bad. Yeah, oh, so this is the second time it happens, though. Yeah, the first time it was um, it was Marseille against this same team right now, Lille. And yeah. this team right now, Lille, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I don't know. But um, they they the fans just went into the field, man. They had to throw the, the gas Wow. Bombs, everything that was insane. Oh right? uh, yeah, I saw I, I saw that first one when 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 the players were trying to like confront the you know the the players were confronting the fans, bro. I was yeah. like, dang, you know, yeah. it's crazy, bro. It's so, crazy. So we'll see, man. I mean, look, look what, what do you think so far about Messi? You know, playing what one or two games? What does he play? Two games today is his debut in Paris. So today and now, so far, everything he's done, man, he debuted in the Champions League and yeah, it looked horrible, man. That was okay. horrible. You know, one shot on the post. Yeah. Oh, man. Look, guy, I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, let's be real, bro. The, the guy just got there, okay? The guy just got there. This is, that was his first, like, match. And, it, you know, and they put him in the Champions League. I mean, he has really a lot of pressure, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but... I would say just have patience. Have patience, know? yeah. yeah. How, how long do you think it'll take him to adapt to French soccer? Honestly, I would say this next match is not it. It's going to be next match. You think so? Yeah, I think yeah, so. It's a, yeah, because, I mean, did you see the, the first game where they put him in? Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, we saw, I mean, it was just to show, like, hey, we have him. We have this little diamond right here, you know? Yeah. This show to the world. <laughs> that's that's what it felt like to me, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then man, he goes in there and he just looked lost. He's like, I don't yeah. Know. I mean, like he just put in a team where they have a different dynamic, right? Where the ball is not to Messi, because in Barcelona it was Messi, and then Messi do your thing, and then open it, oh, open the field, and then go back to Messi, and Messi scores. Yeah, basically, he was the yeah, yeah he was. He was like the, the the center of the team, and now you come to this team, and you know you have Mbappe, you have Neymar, 
you have Di Maria, you have all these great players, right? That already have a, a way of playing, and you can just come in here. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything, bro. I was expecting just, like I said, it was just like a little, like a show to the world. Look, look what we have. This, this is, this is what we, we have Messi now. Yeah, we're saying Messi was then we gotta leave Barcelona right now. Exactly. You know? That's all it is, man. But you know, hopefully he proves everybody wrong, and then he continues and then he performs well man like that's my guy dude and i know that's your guy that's my guy right and i'm gonna support him till till he's done no no i'm I'm, uh, yeah i like him as a player i just like him as a person bro i think i think he's a he's a ojete big time big time ojete you think so yeah yeah uh, you know he you know he's um yeah you could you could be right i mean hey I, I, I don't know. I can't really say much to that, man. Because no, you know, I know, I know, but it's like it's so crazy because I know I have one of my best friends. She's a messista, like yeah. oh, she would die for this fool. And I always like, oh, Ronaldo's better than Messi. She's like, how dare you say that? You know, I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> you know, but yeah, Messi is it's, it's a great player. I love what he did and. Uh, and, I, and and the qualifiers that was that was such a great. Yeah. I think we're finally seeing that, seeing the, seeing the Messi right, the Messi that we all wanted to see. But with that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you a question. What do you think of his performance so far in for Argentina? What do you think? It's it's decent. Decent. It's decent. I wouldn't say it's it's a hundred percent, but you know it, it's you know we we were talking about this in a previous podcast. When you ask me about USA, I'm not comparing USA to Argentina, but the the same, the the way that they're built, dude. Like it's like you have all these great players, and if you put them in one team, they don't coordinate right. You know, sometimes just because they play in like great teams, and I just think um, Argentina right now, they're, you know, they 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 put all their weight on Messi, and the players around him aren't at the level or in the league. So th- their style of playing is different, you know? This is like the first time that they've grabbed a couple of players from the Premier League. And, you know, usually it's always the same guys we've seen. So they finally switched it up. So I think it's going to take a while for them to get used to, but it sucks because it's during the qualifiers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. I mean, are, are we, we going to sit here and tell the fans that that Argentina is going to struggle to qualify. It's not. It's not going to struggle, dude. It's not. It's not going to struggle. It's not going to struggle. Well, they just started, so we'll, we'll see, man. I think we're just barely what getting to the halfway point. Yeah. Yeah, because the 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 come one is is what double the size of uh, oh, yeah. the oh, Concacaf. Yeah. yeah. So easily. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they're going to qualify regardless. I mean, we all know the the controversies of FIFA and, and what they do, man. <laughs> like, you know, that's another topic, but, you know, they, they'll make it happen, dude. It's, it, you're right. They're going to qualify, but we'll see, man. I mean, they're I doing mean, decent. Yeah, can you imagine a, a World Cup without Argentina? Dude, we just saw a World Cup without Italia, like, not too long ago. Yeah, but Italia, yeah. I mean. <laughs> hey, man, look, they just, they just took the Euro. So you know they have. But no... Italy has been it's been, it's been going through a, a little crisis. I would, but maybe we could leave this for another talk. But Italy has been going through a crisis, identity crisis. I think because they're trying to do their old 
soccer style, right? Very defensive and then counterattack. Defensive, defensive soccer and then contraattackers, right? But you have all these new players that that's just not working anymore. The new soccer nowadays, I feel like it's different nowadays. It's so different. Now you can't find your very, like, I can't think of very, like, strong, like, defenders anymore. They're all, like, tall and skinny, you know? They have the same proportions. It's low as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) No disrespect, but, yeah, they're just not fast, man. I, I think they're so they're uh, they're more worried about the color of the shoes and the tattoos than you know the, the performance in the pitch. Dude, yeah. Well, I, I, okay, so that that's that just brings me to something I wanted to ask you. Okay, so you know you said tall, slow defenders. What do you think about strikers? Like, do we have a decent amount of strikers out in the world right now? No, honestly, I think uh, the only different the only different players out there are, are very few. But we have the, you have you have these young players that are just very different, bro. I think uh, they're super fast, super fast. Super you know, fast. so going back with the Messi topic, you know, Messi's a winger. That's how he started off, right? Do you think like because he's the best in the world right now, one of the best in the world, and? Do you think all these youngsters are following his footsteps and trying to be wingers because he's the best in the world and that's his position? So they go like, "I want to be a winger." So we get more wingers than than strikers. You know, I I I would I would I would say yes because now you're seeing all these players coming out. They're just so fast and they have the same same ideas as Messi. Like you see the same uh, the same play style. I haven't seen any players like that's like Cerebro Iniesta to come out, you know. And, you know, we have few that are falling in the in the mold, right? But not every every striker or every great player that we that, that we could name right now, they all play same play style as Messi. And I, I I would agree with you. Yeah, it's just I don't see it, man. I mean, like you know, everybody nowadays, dude. Everybody just wants to run fast, take everybody, and then you know, shoot from far away. Yeah, yeah, or center the ball. And now, man, back then it was like, man, let's build this play, and we have this killer up front, and make him go and, and score the goal. Now it's all different, man. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen any like we're we're seeing very few players like like Iniesta that come out. Um, one 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 example okay, I could think of is uh, Herrera from, from Mexico. I think he became that player, right? He's turning into the 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 playmaker that that cam right that right. wants to build it that he sees the little spaces that no one sees and yeah. that's a great ball yeah so, man. I, I mean we have few players i'm, I'm not saying we don't have players we, we have very few but i'm seeing a lot of strikers that just have the same proportions of same 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 yeah, yeah. dude actually actually man that's the guy right there you know i know that Dude, I, I've had a couple of players from Mexico that I, that I follow and I stick to. Mm-hmm. And, dude, um, actually, I just one of them. The other one that I liked when he was in his prime was Guardado. Yeah. He, was, he, was, he was a good player, man, yeah. in his prime, dude. You know, and then the guy that's following his footsteps right now is Diego Linus, but he doesn't get the time, man. I don't know what they're doing to that kid, man, in Mexico. Yeah. They're benching. Yeah. I don't know why. Well. With that, with that statement, we're gonna move to our second topic, guys. And our second topic is gonna be, and I want to ask for. And this is a very serious question. Okay, this is a very. I thought I thought for this question like yeah. a long time, and I think it's the time to ask it. 
Is Mexico still the gigante de CONCACAF? To me? Yeah. It's, it's, they still are. Yeah. But, you know, dude, it, it, it's, it's looking, it's looking kind of, it's, it's kind of tough right now, man, because like we were talking in our previous podcast, Canada, they grown. Everybody that used to be a smaller team has grown. And this is the year they're proving it. But, you know, Mexico right now is still at the top. And they're still the big ones, dude. They still have the potential to still keep being the big ones. But this is the year where either they keep it going or they could lose it, you know? And, well, not necessarily lose it, but they could drop that potential of being, you know, they could be equal teams to them, you know? Like, say Canada's coming up and they're still at the same level as Mexico because they're showing it, dude. They're playing great soccer. USA is playing decent soccer. I'm not saying great soccer, but dude, here we is, go. Here we go. This is, this is this is the time where Mexico can can like kind of lose that 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 you know that step they have like you know ahead of everybody. Hey, bro, I'm uh, I'm gonna ask a question, okay? And I, I need you to send me your size of your shirt because I'm gonna send you a Mexico jersey to your house, okay, bro? I got one, bro. My son is Mexican, man. Dude, I'm gonna send you another one, baby. So you can wear it for to a podcast, you know, <laughs> for the fans, you know, you Mexico, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, just a quick story. It's it's funny. So did, did you know that our other co-host, Ariel, and me played soccer together in the same team? No, I didn't know that. The, so, okay. <laughs> you know what I know? The funniest part is, man, our team when we were younger was called Mexico Juniors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, it, it's funny because it, it, it was called Mexico Juniors. We had a green jersey, not the Mexico jersey, but it was green and it said Mexico Juniors on it. We had a red one. And the funny part is the third jersey they gave us was that classic Azteca jersey, the white one. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful jersey. Dude, we never got to wear it, but I don't know what I did with it. That's so funny, bro. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm about to, uh, I'm about to roast uh at the end of the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, man, maybe. <laughs> I don't know why he left that out, but... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's out. It's All right, out guys. Now. Secrets are coming out. Secrets are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> but look, to me, I think uh, Mexico still is a gigante concave. No questions there. Yeah. I think uh, we've seen a growth in CONCACAF from the smallest team to... Mexico. I think we've seen a growth overall in the whole. <clears throat> I've seen a more growth. Uh, I, I, I like what I'm seeing with the Salvador. I, I really like it. Uh, I, I love when they play against Mexico. I think I said the last time on the last podcast. Panama, I think they play great against Mexico. Yeah, um, that's the problem. Only against big teams. Right, right. Because then you have Salvador playing a shitty ass match against Canada. And they got their ass whooped, you know? Yeah. Canada. Canada is the only team that to me has been very consistent to what we saw in uh, Copa Oro. In a fact, crazy fact, you know where their coach came from? It came from Mexico, no? No, their coach was just recently coaching the women's soccer team this past World Cup for the women's soccer team in wow. Canada. Dude, that, that was, he was coaching women's soccer. Wow. And he came in here, dude, and look at what he's doing. Wow. That is crazy, man. No, he, he really grabbed this, this young and mature 
uh, veterans in Canada and they're playing great, dude. I'm seeing, I'm, I'm really liking what I'm seeing. And, and I, I don't remember seeing a team like this in Canada. I don't remember any. They're actually competitive, dude. They, they could have beat the US easily. Easily. Mm-hmm. They destroy El Salvador. Now, are we going to see Me- against Mexico? This is the real test right here. If they're able to take on Mexico, I take I will take my hat off. Yeah. But <laughs> as, as of right now, I mean, look, Mexico hasn't lost. They haven't. I think they got exposed a little bit. I think the coaching is just playing with, oh, I could put this guy here. No, you know what? Just rotate him. You know? I think he's still trying to figure out his team. But he needs to get his shit together because, you know, the fans, the Mexican, the Mexicanos, do we believe, like, we have the best team in the world, you know? Yeah. But, um, but, I feel but, like, um, but, the media always, you know, plays into this because then you have, you have these episodes every single day, bro, that they talk about, they talk shit about the coach, the players, they put so much pressure, unnecessary pressure. Like, you should win this thing. You should win everything that comes in your path. No, sometimes you learn more from a loss than from a win. Yeah. You know? Let me ask you a question, bro. Do you think Mexico will reach his, uh, El Quinto Partido? Of this, 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 this year's World, World Cup. Dude, I, I, I think, like, look, I think, respectfully, I think Mexico, if after this Canada game, they, 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 can, they can show that where they're going to be in the table. Because this okay. is where you this is where you see, dude. And if they they have a good game against Canada and we see a good win, then that that that's going to show you that where they're going to qualify. To be honest, but 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 uh, I I want you to commit, bro. Make make a commit. Do you think I, I want you to tell the fans? Are we is Mexico as right now this moment right now? Yeah. Is Mexico going to make it to the to the quinto partido? Yeah, they are, dude. Yeah, you think yeah, so? yeah, they are, dude. Definitely, yeah. dude. It, it's just, it, it's just, dude. It, it's just going through a little struggle, dude. You know, Tata is is doing what he has to do, but you know, he's he's doing some questionable, yeah. <laughs> you know, things. But dude, you guys are on top right now, dude, and the the guys are motivated and they're gonna keep going. Yeah, you know, I think I I I, I would say. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Funes Mori needs to get out of there. I don't know what the hell he's on there. Bro. But he, dude, I mean, dude, I, don't, I don't know if you guys saw the game versus Cruz Azul. He destroyed, he destroyed the defense, dude. Oh, my God. Okay, so for the fans out there, so the, all three of the hosts, we have a, a text chat going on. And, man, didn't I tell you guys in the, in the group chat? Dude, what is this guy coming from with all this potential all of a sudden? And in Mexico, dude, he missed a clear shot. He missed a one-on-one with uh... yeah, one-on-one. <laughs> and over here, dude, he made he made the most complicated goals I've seen make them look so easy. And he did it like nothing. Yeah. Dude, somebody gotta talk to that guy. Like, like is it too the is the is the shirt too heavy for him? Like, is it too much? Is it too much so. pressure? What what is it, dude? Somebody has to talk to that guy, man, because Right now, dude, you know, like you said, the media likes him, but I think the fan base is going to roast that guy really good, man, after that. No, the, the, uh, I follow a lot of ESPN Deportes and a lot of uh, Mexican uh, media. Do they fucking hate him, bro? They're like, what the heck is he doing there, you know? 
And look, being a striker, you have a lot of pressure, right? Like I said, the Mexican media puts so much pressure on on strikers. I mean, we saw it with uh, Bella. We saw it with Charito. We saw it with Chucky. Every striker that comes in, boom, pressure. Pressure. So you have this guy, this Argentinian slash Mexicano. Yeah. Naturalizado that comes in, right? So he's already added, you add that element <laughs> to, to the pot, bro. You know, people are like, oh, we should have only Mexican players, you know? Yeah. yeah. This is not the first time they've done this, though. No, oh, no, no. We no. had many players like Franco. I don't know if you guys yeah, know Guilla, Franco. Guilla Franco, man. That's yeah, the guy. That's the, guy the boy. <laughs> you know? Didn't, was, he, and the, didn't, and, he, didn't he play for the same team, too? Monterrey? Mm, yeah. Yeah, he did. That's funny, too, that he, he yeah. was in Monterrey. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So I don't know. So uh, I feel like it's, a little, it's, it's already a lot of pressure on this guy, and now he has more, even more, even more pressure now. It's, you know, you know, because his performance is great. I mean, I watched the game. Yeah. And he too. completely destroyed because that's what defense. Dude. It was like carnage out there, bro. Dude, but but, but when you put in Mexico, <laughs> the clearest chances, bro. That's fire. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so it, to me, you know. I, I don't see what Data. I don't. I think Data has to bench him. You think so? Bench him. Oh yeah, dude. It, it's you know Data has to come in there and be like, okay, I'm gonna give you another chance, and if you don't, you don't perform, I'm gonna give the next guy a chance too. Let's go. That's what it, dude. You're switching your defense, trying to make something work, dude. Make something work in your, your striker. That's true. I would. Dude. I would love to see Charita there. I want to see what he could bring. That's the thing, man. Chicharito right now, he not might not be at the top of his career where he was, you know, a couple of years ago. But, dude, I'm telling you, when you have that instinct of being there where you have to be to score a goal, it's never going to go away. Yeah. You know, and, like Chicharito, man, look, and I, I think I, I found on a podcast and they brought the question, is Chicharito one of the best strikers in the history of Mexico? He is, dude. He proved it. He yeah. scored the goals. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, proved it to all the haters, dude. I mean, I I personally, you know, back in the day, I <laughs> I kind of like threw him under the bus because the one, you know, the way that he would score his goals. <laughs> <laughs> but that's different. But, you know, later on, you know, he came, he played, and he proved himself. And he earned that, dude. Did, earned did, it. Do you remember that goal uh, with Real Madrid? Yeah, that was a golazo, dude. I think I think that was a that was a a, a bold statement for him, you know, because I honestly, as a Mexican, dude, and you know, so crazy, us Mexicanos, we also give crap to Charito. We don't see him as, or you know, este Hernandez, you know, or um, el oh, was the striker Hernandez? You know the, uh, the yeah, el matador, Luis el matador, el matador Hernandez. Yeah, we don't. See, I don't know why, but. Uh, I love Hernandez and uh, el, what Chelita has done for Mexico. Not, he broke, I think he elevated like Mexican players. I mean, he he played, I mean, he was benching, right? Yeah. But he played for these top, top teams, you know? Was, With like Rafa Marquez, you know? In, in, yeah. So look, in the next podcast, we'll go over this again, but we'll look at his stats 
Dude, in all the teams he played for, he had decent stats. They weren't the best, but, dude, his stats in Real Madrid were not bad. For somebody that came in 10 minutes every game, come on, man. He did what he had to do. Yeah. Yeah, dude. In Sevilla, he had good stats. Dude, dude, the guy, I'll tip my hat to him. He, He kept going and didn't care what people said about him, and he did what he had to do. Yeah, no, I feel you, bro. I feel you. No, yeah, I would agree. I just, I, I, I don't know if we want to see like this beautiful like. We, I, I, I don't know if we want to see like this super golazos all the time, right? right. I don't know if Mexican fans want to see this like. Oh, I want to see him just break the whole defense and then just put it in the in the angulo. I, I don't know. It's it's a but people question this fool so much, bro. Yeah, but, and then uh, at the end of the day, what was the point? Yeah, getting the ball in the net. And, 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 and scoring, right? Because what's yeah. the point of playing beautiful soccer when there's no goals? Exactly. So I feel you, bro. But uh, let's move on to our next topic, bro. All right. And then that's that's another topic, man. That's yeah, no, it's gonna be new. I know I'm to uh, to all the fans out there, uh, you know, I hope you're keeping up because we we you know we have some great, great topics that you know we uh we we're trying to bring to the table um for us to discuss and for you guys to also you know help us out. So, um, uh, what you got for next uh, for, for us next, bro? For our next topic, all right. So, I want your opinion, man. What do you think, or how do you think money has changed soccer? You know, we went from Messi, and we we're talking about Mexico, but it's kind of go back to the Messi thing because that involved money. But what do you think? Like, how has money changed soccer from fifteen years ago to now, or ten years ago? That's a good question. That's a great topic. Yeah, when you asked me, when you sent me that question, I was like, wow, that's a big question. I think, uh, you know, and it's it's so hard to, it's, it's just so hard. It's a, it's a hard question because you have, I mean, I'm just, this is my opinion, okay? Yeah. Um, so as a fan, right, as a fan of soccer, I mean, I love soccer, and this is one of the most popular sports out there in the world. And do you have those dueños, those equipos, you know, the equipos that are just putting so much money, right? Inflating right. players' prices so they could get the best player for the for the team. Yeah. Um, I, I I really hate the path the soccer has gone over the past, you know, ten years. I would say um, I hate how much like so much shooting costs you. Two, you know, $200,000, $200 million, you know, they, they just shouldn't be the, those price tags because you're, you're causing uh, smaller teams that have a smaller budget to stay down there. There's no competition anymore. There's just one team. I mean, look at PSG, bro. Look at that team, dude. Yeah. yeah. And that's the only team that I, it's like, a, it's like a dream team, maybe. It's like a, I feel like you will really make the team in, Playing FIFA, <laughs> you know, that's the only time that you would actually make that team playing FIFA, bro. Dude, they they just shouldn't. They, I just I disagree with how much value they put in these players, like financially, like just how, how much the then how much did Mbappé cost? I mean, uh, they, they were two 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 hundred, right? Yeah, they bought Mbappé for two hundred million from Monaco. Two hundred million. They someone should not should not. I mean, I think Mbappe is great, but I think the the prices for players are inflated to to skyrocket, bro. 
that only right now it's just it's not only about soccer, but it's about if you could bring the best players in the world, then you can win. Man, and 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 then do you think? Okay, so with this topic, do you think this is something that? So back then, you know, Barcelona, Real Madrid, let's say Manchester were the top spenders. They were one of the biggest top spenders. Do you think their time is coming up as being one of the top spenders? I, I feel like no. I feel like no. I think now you're seeing more top spenders, like Bigger. more more investors coming, yeah, coming and you know just investing in soccer. I mean, because it, it's it's a great business. Though. I think it's a great business. I think that people are, you know. I said it's a great business. I, it, you have more people trying to invest in, in soccer, bro. I mean, um, you have even players investing, you know, in soccer, buying buying teams, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, I stay, um, Beckham was um, co-owner of the team here in the in MLS. The Dude, so, so do do you know who the owners of the the in MLS of the LAFC are? No, I'm not sure. Dude, dude, there's like a group of them. I think it's like six or seven. Really? But you know, um, Will Ferrell is one of them. No way. Will Ferrell, Mia Hamm, the the legend of the women's soccer team in the U.S. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. they're they're one of them, dude. Wow. And, and that's that just tells you where these guys are like throwing their money. Dude, yeah. So, I mean, what do you think, bro? I, I mean, personally, dude, I think I just I just think this money thing has made this soccer generation like completely insane dude it, it dude there's no no such thing as a as a 20 million dollar player the cheapest you can get somebody is 30 40 50 60 dude and when i saw barcelona get emerson royal for 7 million i was shocked that's a deal <laughs> i was like what how did that happen but at the same time like who was emerson royal you know, yeah, and they got lucky because they sold him for thirty million, and they only had him for one game, yeah. two games. <laughs> so, like you say, and it's a it's a good money investment. Dude, I saw I saw Chris I, I, uh, when I was watching the Panama versus Mexico. The comments were talking about how El Tecatito was worth more than the entire team playing right there. Just El Tecatito by himself oh, was yeah. worth more. That's crazy, bro. That's so crazy to me, you know. Dude, I think he, I think yeah I think I think that the players the uh, the prices for players are, are so inflated like inflated man so crazy oh, yeah. do 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 you even do you remember like who even started this like who was the first transfer I'm trying to remember bro it was a ridiculous one it, and and if I'm not mistaken guys the one that started this whole thing. I mean, I could be wrong. Was it Nino Torres from Atlético de Madrid? He went to Liverpool, and they bought him for like forty million, or like thirty. But then here comes the thing: Chelsea bought him for seventy million, and Chelsea was just throwing seventy million at all these players, just buying them like crazy. And I think they're the ones that started doing this trend, and they messed it up, dude. Just like you know, saying, "Oh, I have the money." Like, you know, you know who we all know who the owner of Chelsea is. Dude, he's a big spender, and he was just throwing money like crazy. And then comes Manchester City, and then so and so and PSG. 
and I don't know, man. I just think that's that's one thing that's that that right there is you know like just because you have the money doesn't mean you could just throw this ridiculous amount for a player that might not even be worth it, man. Yeah. So let me ask you a question, bro. Do you think that the this has reached its peak, or the things that keep going? Because now you saw, I mean, you saw these teams who didn't have any fans, didn't have any income, right, coming in through uh, due, due to the pandemic. Do you think uh, we saw we seen its peak and it's gonna keep going up, or it's gonna keep going down? Because some teams really just couldn't make it and they're struggling. That's so. Uh, they're starters. But it's gonna go down, man. You think so? Yeah, dude. It's just, I mean, that it, it just imagine like the teams that don't even have the money. <laughs> How are they gonna operate? Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, it, that that right, and then don't you think that that's why they want to do a second world cup like in two four years, years? Every, two years, every yeah. two years, dude? It's all because of money, dude. It's a huge money loss, yeah. Oh, I mean, no, no, I mean, definitely, you know, it's this is. It's soccer, it's, 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 but at the end of the day, bro, it's, it's a business. We all know it's a business, you know, they have to make their money. Otherwise, we're not going to have, you know, PSGs with Messi and Neymar and Mbappé, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. So, but, um, yeah, man, no, so I don't know what's going to happen. So, in my opinion, I think I, I, it's, it's, it's a cycle that's not going to end, bro. I think it's just going to keep going up. It's not going to slow down. It's going to keep going up until... Down the way, but I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. Dude. Well, I mean, the top spenders and they keep spending because they got the money. But you know, those I, those other teams, what is the point of you being the top team? And if the the lower teams don't even have the money to compete against, it's a competition. Yeah. I mean, look, look what happened to the Liga. Yeah, look what's going to the Liga. The Liga just became a three team league, two yeah. and a half. I would take two and a half. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Madrid. And, and Atletico. <laughs> in Atletico Madrid, sometimes here and there. But uh, it, it's not fun. It's yeah. not fun watching. It's just, you know, nobody's going to see Radio Vallecano versus, you know, um, Mallorca. Speaking, speaking of those guys, man, what in the world, man? Did you see they have Falcao? That's my guy, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Resurrecting, man. baby. Resurrection. Yeah, the resurrection and then, dude, oh, my God. Did you see his presentation? Yeah. Dude, poor guy, man. Oh my god, dude. I, I'm sorry. I just think. I mean, I what were you think... expecting, bro? Yeah. <laughs> what were you expecting? <laughs> I you just, about I... Radio what are you expecting, bro? Yeah, but like, what? what why, man? Like, dude, I'm, I'm pretty sure you got a kid somewhere that can do just the same amount of work he's going to come and do, which is probably nothing. <laughs> so, so come on, dude. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> did you sell? I feel like there's some players out there that they should just stick to soccer. That's it, you know. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. Dude, yeah. I just I don't know, man. Yeah. That, that but, was just. But overall, man, I'm just really happy for Tigre, you know, to come back. I feel like this is a resurrection, dude. He came. Dude, I don't know if you saw the game or just caught a little glance of it, but he came in con las ganas with con el hambre to just be like, no, this is this is it right here. I mean, yeah. he made half. Have a season in uh, in Turkey, dude. Yeah, you know, but yeah, it's so crazy though. But dude, but to finish up with with a topic about uh, the the spending for uh, the uh, financial spending for in in soccer, 
my final thoughts would be, I think it's going to keep going. It, it doesn't seem like it's going to stop. And I think we just, um, you know, we're going to see a break with the smaller teams just disappearing because they can't keep up. And then they're going to become a, only a four, you know, four, four, four teams in the world that could actually matter. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that's what it came to. And I think you're right. I think I'm going I'm to follow up with that. And that's how it's yeah. going to be, dude. And just watch. World Cup is what, next year? And there comes another another window of spending money, guys, because then all these youngsters are going to prove so hard that they're good players. And then all these teams are like, okay, I'll buy him, I'll buy him, I'll buy him, I'll buy him. And where are the smaller guys going to be at? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you $30 million. Oh, don't worry, I'll, I'll triple that. And then I'll, <laughs> we get them, done deal. That's how it is. Yeah, no, no, it's crazy, though. Yeah, no, it's crazy. But, but yeah, man, any uh, – any uh, any anything you want to share uh, to the fans? Anything that happened interesting uh, that you saw out there? Uh, honestly, the only interesting thing that I saw, man, is just France league, man. The league one, they got to get it together. Yeah, <laughs> that that yeah. that was the the crazy highlight of my week. Like the for the second time in a month, you're just gonna let the fans invade your pitch. Yeah, what are you doing out there, man? What what are you gonna do if? One of these fans comes out and then punches Messi in the face or something. Yeah. What, what are you going to do, dude? I know. I'm telling you, this is like a warning, dude. And it's going to keep happening. This isn't Turkey where it's okay. For this <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's getting out of control. Yeah, I would agree with you, man. That was it's pretty sad to watch. Uh, it's pretty, pretty sad to watch. But one of the things that, that stood out to me was, so I watch, I'm up. For other fans out there, I'm a Cruzul fan to the heart, you know, as my team. We got destroyed in the semifinals by Monterrey, 4-1. But the thing that stood out to me, it was the first time that we saw the referees stop a match due to the yelling of the, homo- the, the homophobic yell that Americans are, are, are doing at all games. And that was the first time that actually happened in Mexico, in Tierras Mexicanas, in un partido... In Mexico, in the Azteca, dude. And fans were mad, dude. They stopped the game. They, they, they reached level two, which level two was they took the players, though, and they put them into the locker for 10 minutes, dude. That, yeah. means, the, that, means, that means the the game stopped for half an hour. Because 10 minutes for the first one, then you have, you know, your little, I would say maybe 25 minutes overall. Anyways. I remember. I was watching it. Yeah, dude, I completely forgot about that. That That's a... That was insane, dude. That was and, crazy, bro. It was we never seen it before. And I think uh it needs to stop, dude. I think it has reached. I mean, um, yeah, it needs to stop, dude. It needs yeah, to stop. Because so, this is this is why Mexico got punished in the yeah. first game of the qualifiers with no fans. So yeah, for, for well, I think yeah, I think teams need to spend money on on this on these issues that are really important because it's it's damaging soccer, bro. And all the fans that we love soccer. It's just uh, tainted, you know, the yeah. soccer, you know, the team, the fans. You just, I, I don't want to be labeled as, oh, this fool, because he's from Trasuli, he yelled, and blah, 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 right? It's, just, it's not, it's not okay, bro. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, bro. All right, bro. Well, let's close it out, bro. All right, man. Well, any last words for the fans? Man, you know, just, you know, thank you guys. Uh, follow us on uh, social media, you know. On Instagram is popping. We have TikTok now, you know. I I, I won't be dancing, you know. None of us will be dancing. No, no but, dancing. 
you know, we 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 put those you know clips here and there about our, our podcast. So make sure you follow and like, you know, and our social media uh, outlets. And same here, man, guys. Follow us on social media. We're growing, and we'll get there. And trust us, we'll we'll be the ones to be looking out for yeah. very soon. So yeah, this is our uh, Rompedes logging out and Lalito El Gallito. Yep, here we go, baby. <laughs> All right, <laughs> guys. Take it easy. <laughs> All right, take it easy. <laughs> Later. All right.